This is Ken Ferry with this week's Boots in the Field. This week's question of the week is how low can we go with these soybean populations in our effort to try to cut production cost in today's market? And that's an interesting question. Uh, I'm not sure we know 100%, but in our plots uh, this year, for instance, we're looking at populations as low as 70,000 planted population on up to 240,000 planted populations. And if we looked at our narrow row studies, it would say that 70,000 was the most economical. Uh, In our wider 30-inch rows, uh, it did bump it up around 110, 120, being the most economical. But not much given up, even in wide rows back there in 70,000. The problem with going below 120,000 ends up being weed control. So that's the bigger challenge that we have. Back in the days when we planted 200, 240,000, most of that was because the drills were more controlled spilled and half the beans were on top of the ground. But the other half was that we had to have weed control before Roundup. And weed control is part of that population that we have to put into the economics. How many times am I going to go back there and spray? This year we had fields where the population got down into the 60,000 range due to the Mother's Day disaster or massacre that we dealt with. And farmers decided to keep those beans and stick the extra money they would spend on replanting into managing the weeds out there itself. In the end, it was the right decision. We had 80 bushel soybeans coming out of 60,000 stands, but we'd end up spraying and we end up fighting weed control. So situation, we had water hemp and giant rag that, that made it through those fields and become part of that issue itself. And this is especially true in wide rows. So if we're out there in a 30-inch row and we're down in that 70,000, 80,000 range, we need to know that we can manage the weeds in that scenario because it's going to take us longer to close those rows. You might be able to shortcut it a little bit if you're able to choose a bushier bean. So we stay away from the straight-line bean in that scenario itself. You might even be able to change it with things like rolling or burning those beans to get them to bush out a little bit quicker in itself. But weed control becomes a problem. So, again, as we're, if we're going out there and thinking about our weed control issues, um, we, had a, we had a lot of disasters last year, and those wide row beans fell apart. Typically, late in the season, growers thought they had them under control, and then as the rows started to close, we saw the water hemp bust out above it. So if we're fighting weed control issues, um, then your population may not be built on yield alone. That population may be built on weed control. What do I need to do out here? And if we're fighting weed control issues, not only would we want to stay a little stronger in the population, but you've got to give some serious thought about narrowing these rows back up. Let's see if we can't get this thing canopied. Our best weed control out there is, is tight row canopy, not to lay any sunlight down to let these weeds out itself. But from a dollars and cents perspective, if you can hold the weeds and you got a uniform stand, it's not zero here and 150 there that gets your 70 or 80,000 uh, situation where you know, 70, 80,000 in the narrow rows, 120,000 in the wide rows is probably where the economics are going to stop. Now, the weed control uh, becomes the factor in there. How much would you spend on seed to manage that weed control so you don't have to go out there and walk beans in the end of the season in the south? So hope that helps. We'll talk to you next week.